New message from Ryan. I got a bike, Christian. Hope that's okay. So, Ryan, next job. He reckons he's got a bike. Hope it's not a motorbike. We're in trouble there if it is. But, I just said we'll make it work. The good thing about the CX-9 is that he can make it work. But let's go. Let's get Ryan. You'd think if he had a bike, he'd be on the bloody thing. It's a bit rude. Sorry, Ryan. It does make me wonder, though. Maybe the lad's broken down. I reckon that's what it's. He's got a flat tyre. There we are. I see what you got. It is, mate. It is a broken bike. Righty-o. How are you, Mate, lucky you got the CX-9. Yeah, 100%. Oh, uh, that's the best way. Under here. Here we are. Flat tire? Yeah, man, two. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. Both on the rear, too. Fucking nightmare. What are the odds of that, mate? Man, 100%. I was like, surely I'm going to get away with this. Had a spare, pumped it, and then fucking flat it again, so. Time to give it up, champion. Yeah, that's what I reckon. At least I just go back and lay in bed now. Uh, no, I don't know, if we this yeah, we chuck that over. Very responsible social distancer sitting in the back. Yeah, it? mate, there's a hand sanitizer in the back yeah, there, Eddie. Good stuff. When you said you got a bike, I said, well, mate, why the fuck isn't he riding it? Yeah, what a dickhead. Well, no, I didn't say that, champion. Well, I would say that. Uh, where were you riding? Obviously from Redfern. Yeah, Redfern. Come out and do the loop. Uh, just out here around Four Clues. Yeah, nice. And then uh, back home. How long does that normally take you? Uh, probably about 50 minutes to an hour. Get around that. So it's about 30-odd K, 33K. Yeah, right. That sounds a bit offensive. Yeah, especially at uh, you know, quarter six in the morning. And do you ride every day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. I usually do like six days on one-off. Which is a one-off? Sunday. Yeah, no, fair call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That way you can get on the gas on a Saturday? That is pretty much exactly it. <laughs> it's, uh, go do a long one on Saturday, finish at lunch, and then straight on the gas. What's the longest you've ridden? Distance? Uh, 200, just over 200, probably. Uh, so it's no tour to France, is it? No, no, I mean, they're doing that back-to-back every day, which, um, is just, I think, as far as I'm concerned, it'll <laughs> and what do you do for a cross, mate? Uh, internet, uh, just like an internet advertising sales. Yeah, right, how's that going? Yeah, mate, it's uh, been tough, obviously, with all this um, COVID business. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think it's starting to somewhat come back to normal, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty dire there. But lucky for lucky for us, you know, our job can be done from pretty much anywhere, so... Well, you'd like to think if you're working in the internet business, yes, then that you can you can work remotely. You would like to think so, yeah. but um, the amount of companies that you do work with, where it's a foreign concept, and they're completely unprepared for any sort of workplace flexibility, wow. is um, a bit surprising, to be honest. Are you a Sydney lad? Not originally, no. I'm from the Snowies. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What brought you to Sydney then? University originally. So um, I pretty much flicked off. I think I took two years off after school yep. and then uh, just worked in the seasons as you do if you're from the snow. Yeah, of course. And, uh, yeah, and then just uh, hop, skip and a jump up here to the city. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Did you get back home much? Uh, not so much anymore. My old duck sold her house, so <laughs> I, um, you know, 
paying for accommodation down there is rude at the best of times. So, really? Yeah, oh yeah, it's especially in the winter time. It's full gouge now. Um, so because of that, you know, it's a bit hard. But I guess in the most recent years, a lot of mates have been moving back home. You know, people have done stints in the city and yep. then decided they'll they'll do the sea change. Um, so a lot of them going down there. So hopefully they're prepared for me to come and surf the couch a bit. Well, they've got no choice, have they? Not really. I mean, I hope they listen to the podcast and they can hear me. I honestly, I slated the shit out of you. Yes. Like, if I said, why, if you've got a bike, yeah. why aren't you riding it? Yeah. And fair play to you, you have one flat tyre, but I, I, can't, I can't begrudge the second one. The second one was a real kick in the... So you, you're riding, first one goes, and first. then you, you, you repair, the, you repair yeah. that? Yeah, pull over on the side of the road like a dickhead and pull the stuff off, get shit all over your hands, and then uh, put the second one in, the canister... I fucking lost half the canister, so I only had half to fill the tyre with. And then, um, of course, I'm bouncing along with half-flat tyre, trying to just wobble my way home. And Can you tap another cyclist on the shoulder and say, listen, mate, have you got anything that I can whack into this? You know what? That's one thing that is actually good about the community. Not everything we do is cool, yep. but if you're on the side of the road and you got a flat, every dude will pretty much give you a nod and ask you if you're all right and if you need a hand. So I had like four guys pop past and I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not going to try and so get that's the, your stuff. But that's the good thing about it. What's the bad thing about riding then? Um, standing around at cafes in your lycra talking shit. Um, you, you, you can only change that yourself, being you? A, yeah, just being a general pest. Like, you know, I, I laugh because I'm a driver. I, have, I ride a motorcycle and I ride a pushy, right? And just like the amount of grief you get as a ride in a pushy from people is like it kind of goes in a it's like pushy is the most hated then motorcyclist I think yeah. I get you know it's like once a month I'll get grief from someone about my bike and then in the car it's like you know general acceptance how many times have you been knocked off your push bike I've never been I've never been knocked off but I've had like really bad close calls and like real bad cases of road rage like you know just mind your own business, riding down the pack, and some dude just fucking just cuts straight in front of you, jumps out of the car, and wants to punch on over like some perceived slight that you've had because you, I don't know, you didn't, I know you'd bow down. Maybe, maybe drifted into the wrong lane oh, ever so slightly. Yeah. Back in the day when I was fit, I grew up in Adelaide. I used to ride from one part of town to the other. Yeah. And back then I used to trail buses. Yep. And Sit in the slipstream. Sit in the slipstream. Yeah. Now, until one day the bus stopped ever so suddenly. Yeah. And my back wheel ended up level with my front wheel. Yeah. And I was laying underneath the back of the bus. I was like, you know what? That's it. That is it for me. Do you know what? And people don't understand. Like, people don't understand because they see cyclists doing that, right? They see people like, especially when you're up, you know, doing like 40, 50k an hour. And if you can get in behind like a bus or a van or a car or something, like, that's a 20 to 30% difference, like pedaling difference. Oh, so it's like yeah. you get dragged along, it makes life heaps easy. You're having a ball because you're going real fast. But like, you know, you're always getting people going like, what the fuck are you doing, you idiot? You're just like, well. Well, the problem for that is though, as a cyclist, you can't see nah. what, the, what the driver can. Ah, totally. Especially with a bus. Yeah. I remember I used to hold onto the backs of utes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, with skitch. one hand yeah, and skitch. just, yeah, yeah. you know, scoot, I mean, scoot along the Salisbury Highway. Yeah. And this is like a 12K stretch. <laughs> Just uh, Marta wouldn't have to drag, pedal, yeah. but, you know, there'd be some you 
that uh, you blokes would be all right with. There'd be others yeah. that'd be trying to drag you away. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. There's like yeah, we'll get on the back here. We'll, we'll get rid of him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you married? What's going on, mate? No marriage. Uh, long-suffering partner. Oh, okay. Who tolerates all my fucking bullshit? All which the, is all absolutely the wonderful, and I think it's just because you know she's um, a very, very lovely, even temperament. It's uh, Finnish stoicism. Did uh, finish? Yeah, she... she's finished. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So right. it's her stoicism and just general ability to tolerate my Australian riffraff. That's how long you two been together for? Where'd, yeah, you, where'd you meet them? Work. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. The story of my life. It's the only place I've ever been able to meet women. <laughs> <laughs> now, is she is she uh, above you in hierarchy? Yes. Good. Oh, Good. actually, at work? No. No, at work. Oh, you mean life? Personally, In yeah. life, yes, Just but at work, gen- no. general ability to live a normal life and be responsible and take care of things? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> 100%. Do you think this is the one? Yeah, oh, without question. Does she think she's the one? I don't know. I, I sure I sure hope so. I tell her that all the time, so, but I don't know whether or not that works, whether she just thinks it's more of my bullshit. Yeah, no, no, fair <laughs> enough. So what attracted you to her to start with? Oh, um, she's an absolute beauty, yep. I think is probably first thing. Um she loves to drink a beer. That was really helpful because I also love to drink a beer. Now, are Finnish girls much. renowned for that or is that just an anomaly with uh, this one? Finns are renowned for their desire to drink beer and just drink in general, but they're not particularly good at it. Like, instead of... Their culture is less about, like, oh, it's cool to knock off and just have, like, a couple of beers or have a beer at lunch right. and sort of behave yourself a little bit. Theirs is, like, complete abstinence from Monday to Friday and then Friday night they just go full-blown turbo. Really? Yeah, they send it real hard um, for anyone who goes to Finland, just, you know. Have you been to Finland? Yeah, a few times. What do you think of the joint? Sick. Really? Yeah, real, real cool. Um, Just, I just love their, they've got a real, like, um, what's the best way to put it? Um, Culturally, they just have that real, like, great work-life balance, yeah. especially in the summer times where everyone, you know, takes a couple of weeks off in uh, June and July, yeah. and they all disappear off to they because there's, you know, however many thousand lakes in Finland, everybody has a summer house, as they're called, so it's like a little wood cabin that everyone goes to with a sauna, and in the summer holidays, everyone goes up there and chills oh, out. Sound, that and, sounds awesome. Yeah, oh, it's the best. So... Definitely from like a cultural perspective, a lot more similar to us than you would expect. Just yep. co- they're just a lot quieter. They don't have a chit chat culture, no banter. Oh really? No, no. It's very. How does like... that go with you and your missus then? Where because <laughs> well, as, as well, an Aussie bloke, yeah, uh, I think we're similar in the sense that banter is what I thrive on. Oh, it's the only thing that I have. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it well because she's been here for almost seven years. Her ability to banter is actually really good for a Finnish person. Nice. But like, if you go back to Finland, like, and try and banter, people are just going to be like, "The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, why do you talk so much?" Let me help you get your bike out, champion. Big boss. All right, good man, mate. Um, I need you to follow me on Instagram so I can tag you into the podcast at some point. Hundred percent. Right, here, let's get out and give you a hand with this bike. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure is mine.
Thanks for listening to the podcast. You'll be on it at some point, champion. Thanks for having me. No dramas, buddy. Have a good day, yeah? Well, that was Ryan. He was a good lad. Good lad with a good story. I liked him. Another Aussie Ocker like lad. Just telling it as it is. Say goodbye to him. Off he goes. Little wave of the, the wheel as he's trying to get it back on his bike. I was right. He probably should have been riding it, but uh, he couldn't because it was fucked. Anyway, back into the grind. There we go. Helena? Helena? Let's go with Helena. Don't want to get that wrong. We'll just wait here at the front of the driveway. Might jump out and get the door for her here at Lavender Bay. Okay, darling? Yeah, I'll be fine. All right, we'll get we'll get you talking in a sec. Get your mind off it. There's some hand sanitizer in the back there for you. Thank you. What I will do is I'm just going to put stop new request because after I drop you off, I'm going to shoot back to my daughter's school and feed the chickens. Oh, you got chickens. Well, the, the school has chickens. They've got 15 chooks and I look after them. Oh. Rightio. Thank Where are we you. heading home to? Oof, London. Back to London? <laughs> yeah. Why is it so upsetting, darling? Well, I've been here for six months, so... Time to go? Or... Uh, my visa's run out, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, dear. Anyway. You it's okay? Been, it's been good. It's been fine, you know? It's been all right. Given that I've been here and all my friends have been in London, I've had a really good gig. What did you do while you were here? What brought you here to start with? Um, I was working... For um, a law firm called okay. Ashurst. Okay. Um, and they gave me a secondment to come over. Awesome. Uh, which was really awesome. I had all sorts of plans, and of course, that all went to shit when COVID happened. Yeah. But, um, so I just did different things. So it was good. It was good. And whereabouts in London? Brixton. Do you oh, know London at all? Well, oh, I mean, if, if anyone hasn't heard of Brixton... <laughs> yeah. Is it still as bad as what it used to be renowned for? Yeah, uh, well, no, it's been really gentrified, actually, but it's still pretty... It's it's typical London. It's kind of half gentrified, half mental. <laughs> so, yeah, London's very like that, because 
they got so badly bombed during the war. We've got all these like lovely houses and then loads of estates in the middle where the bombs were. So uh, the richer with the poor. <laughs> yeah, wow. So yeah, uh, I, I mean, no Brixton's. A I mean, when I first moved to London, I wouldn't have gone to Brixton. But um, where did you move from? Edinburgh, yeah, Scotland. Oh, I was going to say, so you're Scottish born? Yeah. Which is good because I have a countries of origin uh -huh. that I do for my Instagram. <laughs> and Helena is from Scotland. Yes. Which is great, but means they're now rocketing up the medal tally. So ah. uh, it gets a bit of interest that countries of origin because I just try and document all the different countries of yeah. people that I pick up. Yeah. So, What's the most interesting country? Oh, that's a great question. I had a, I've had a Colombia, a Yugoslavia, yeah, a Finland, Finland, and I had and there's others that I'll I'll need to have a look at the ones that have just got yeah. one off. But the one that blew me away was Zambia. Well, her name was Mwale, M W A L E, Mwale. Yes. And I said it with an A, like Mwale, and she said, uh -huh. no, there's no extra A, it's just yeah, Mwale. Mwale. Yeah. Uh, so what took you to London from Edinburgh then? Because I worked for British Telecom in... Oh, did you? In England, and then I did a short stint in Edinburgh. Did you? Honestly. True story. Good grief. Got into a lot of trouble in Edinburgh. Oh, Edinburgh's, yeah, it's it, a good town to... <laughs> it was the accent that got me in trouble, I can tell you. <laughs> well, I think the Aussies and the Scots have got a lot in common. Well, there's no doubt about it. They like getting into trouble, is, is partly... Um, I like to party. Um, yeah, I uh, grew up in the borders of Scotland on a farm and then I went to Edinburgh because it's our nearest city and I've got more family up there. I started off as a nanny because I got thrown out of school for being bad. What did you do? I was just, I just never went. I was just a total skyver and always like <laughs> smoking and drinking and stuff. And then when I was 24, I went to Edinburgh Uni as a mature student. So I did a course in English and philosophy and then went to Edinburgh and did a joint MA honours in English and Scottish literature. God, you've gone full circle. It's mad. And then I worked in an auction house in Scotland for what? a year. What were you selling? What was the uh, biggest everything fine. What was the biggest thing you ever sold? The most expensive thing that someone didn't think would go for much but did. What was that? Captain Cook's walking stick. How much was it on how much was it? They valued it at like 10 to 20,000 and it went for 45,000. Who the hell has Captain Cook's walking stick? I, th I can't remember who got it actually. It was, they, we had people in Hawaii, we had New Zealand, we had Australia, we had. I was about to say, if Australia doesn't try and throw the hat. Yeah, ring. well, I mean, I can't actually remember. I think it went to a museum actually. Um, wow. I know it was crazy. That was crazy. Okay, so auctioneer. It was crazy, but it was quite a good laugh. And then. But I've, I had this horrible boss who was a real cow. And so I was moaning on the phone to my sister one day, saying, you know, she's just a nightmare. She's like, Lois, my sister lived in London. And she worked in corporate social responsibility for a big law firm. She said, come down. And I was like, oh, Lois, I hate London. It's a shithole. She's like, yeah, I know, but I can't And anyway, so I did. I was just so desperate to try and get a normal career I knew I couldn't stay in auctioneering for fun you know it's just it doesn't pay well yeah I was like I did not slog my guts out at uni for this and uh, so uh, I moved down and I got into corporate social responsibility and that's what I've been doing for the last 17 years in London various sort of firms so I work for Asher's law firm at the moment I used to work do you love it now yeah 
That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I get to basically be Robin Hood. I take their money and spend <laughs> it on the poor. It's brilliant. Yeah. I choose how to do it. So, uh, so the secondment to Australia? Yeah, I was, I'm working on a modern slavery project. I'm trying to combat modern slavery, which is completely... So, okay, so how, how, do you even, how do you even start to do that? Um, well, that's a good question. Well, with legislation's just being passed in Australia, and it has been in the UK for a couple of years, uh, for some of the big bad companies to write anti-slavery statements on their website and say that they're going to explore their supply chain and stuff. Now, so when you say supply chain, are you yeah. talking about from people or to products or to both or to everything? Oh, so it's or it, it primarily it people? Down, down the people, down the chain to, from the middleman down to the actual factories where you've got slaves working. Like um, typical culprits that most people know about are kind of clothing. But um, you might have, uh, like if you work in the oil and gas industry, you've got little kids in India making bricks and stuff uh, they're they're in bonded labour which means they've inherited it as from their parents and they just never escape and they're just starving hungry they've got no clothes, they don't get paid, it's awful to sex trafficking to oh, all sorts, you've got farmers in Australia who are abusing people, taking away their passports and kind of keeping them in debt saying that they'll send them back if they don't work for them. So what's the industry that you are you were most surprised that slavery is still rife in this day and age? I think it's the stuff that's happening right under your nose that you don't think about, like car washes and nail bars. You know, you go and get your nails done and most of them are being controlled by gangs and there'll be one person who speaks English and None of the people doing the nails will speak English. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. It's really common. Um, Here in Australia? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, arranged marriage in Australia, that surprised me. Well, I was going to say, if you're going to ask to stay in the country by asking me to marry you, <laughs> uh, we, need to have a, we need to have a little chat about that. Uh, well, you know, you'd have to be very rich. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm rich in looks, put it that way. That's all I've got. If you want, if you want anything else... You got the wrong uh, Uber driver. Oh dear, never mind. <laughs> I guess you're going home today then. I was trying to get my friend's mum who's got dementia to adopt me. <laughs> <laughs> that way because she could never say said, she knew anything about I you. Said, Anne, will you adopt me? She went, yes. <laughs> well, it, a yes is a yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't bless her. I don't think that would legally get through. But no, anyway, you're probably right there. Probably um, right. And I think my parents would have something to say about it. So what is it do you think you can impact that will make change? Um, I suppose the best part of my job in that sense is that I speak, I can communicate to the people in the corporates, I can talk to the CEOs and on behalf of the charities who are a bit not very good at, yeah, okay. at playing the corporate game. And so I'm like that. Um, You're the stronger voice. Yeah, and I can persuade them. I, I just yeah, basically the middleman talk for them and persuade them of the benefits to the company and the business case and all of that kind of stuff. So I think with the stuff I've done in the past, the, the go back to like the best part of the job is when you see change happening. You know, like I've worked with kids and got them into programs to get them into. Like I used to work in EY and I got them into accountancy traineeships basically. And, 
you just change their life. They've come from a, you know, really bad background. Yeah. Like one of the kids I had, she was sofa surfing, she was homeless. I fought tooth and nail for her to get in because she her her maths A level result wasn't as good as it should have been because she was sofa surfing. Anyway, she got in and she had the program. Now you know. Now they get on to LinkedIn. They're like, Hey, Helena, do you remember me? That's that's a great story. You know, they're doing really well. They're earning more money than I am. They're doing really well. So that's not what it's about, though, is it? No, I mean that's it. They they've got the brains. They just don't know how to channel it and how to play the game because they don't have those kind of middle class skills you know yeah it's, it's, a, lot, it's a bit like the street skills isn't it yeah you know when I it's funny because I, I left home when I was 17 and I had a couple of people that just just steered me in the right direction I was in the middle of year 12 when I left home it wasn't by choice um, and I think every decision I've made from there it's all about sliding doors has gotten me to where I am today yeah exactly and not every door you want to go through but yeah, you have to go through that door yeah, yeah, yeah. because when you get through that door the next door could be the most amazing door and it's a phenomenal thing so uh, maybe something to distract you on your way home yeah is download the first five episodes yeah of the podcast yeah. and give that a listen and if you okay. if you can give me some feedback yeah um, I'd love to hear from you okay I'd love to hear from you but it's, it's Aussie okay. Uber Aussie Uber is that your podcast on, yeah on, on Apple or Google Spotify those three but give it a listen and I'm I I looking forward to you being on one of them yeah it would be I'm just so happy so happy that I got the chance to meet you yeah absolutely I mean I think that's the thing and that's the best part of my trip here is you know working with anti-slavery Australia meeting you know meeting really cool people who are just working tirelessly in this area and then influencing everyone you speak to try and say right you know just think about where you're buying your clothes from just think about you know if your girlfriend goes to a nail bar ask her does anyone speak English does anyone even speak at all if not that, that's alarm bells ringing so don't support them don't go there um, so if you were, if you were to spruik somewhere for people to go to look at this sort of stuff and, and try and understand it a bit more. Is there a website that they can go to or is it just understand yeah, your surroundings? Like, like there's a good, there's an app called Good On You and that um, gives loads of information about um, how clo- mainly clothing, ethical shopping. Um, well, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll, I'll tag that yeah, in the podcast. Is that all right? Yeah, go for it. Um, I guess because it just takes one person to make a change. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, well, see, you, you know what we've managed to do? Managed to get to the airport. Yeah. And I'm not sobbing. That's great. Yeah, well, again, that's what I'm, get I'm there here for. looking like Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I have no words. I have no words. Uh, anyway, look, I'm sure... You, you, you Surely you must be happy to be going home, though. I, no, I am happy. I'm really, it's such a mixed thing, because, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing my friends and family... Will we see you back? Probably. <laughs> well, do me a favour. Follow me on Instagram because when you are back, I can then let you know. At hopefully, at that point, Uber, will, you'll be able to select your favourite driver. Ah, yeah. So, if that's the case, then hopefully we can chat again and you can uh, let me know how things are going in the slavery part of the world. Right, okay. But I will follow you. Beautiful. Find and you listen to the po- Yeah, so listen to that podcast. You yeah, can, You'll be able to see the links on Instagram. So when you're sitting in the airport in the next couple of hours, yeah, go on, have a listen, drop us a bit of feedback, and I just because again I'd love to get that sort of feedback. Okay. And you can 
you can listen to those those dulcet Australian tones, the things that the Edinburgh girls used to love 23 years ago. Oh, they did. Oh, I, sure I, they I did. would walk into a bar and I'd say I'd say like two beers, thanks, and all you'd see is all these heads turn. <laughs> Go, oh, I was like, you're and yeah, if, I, if it was my round, I kept going back for the other lads' rounds as well, just so they could hear my voice. <laughs> Let me help you out. Yeah, it's easy pickings. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Oh, Righty, give me, so give me a second, darling. My Reese. <laughs> Travel safely, yeah. Yeah, she was fucking awesome. And we got her to the airport and she didn't have to worry about anything. She didn't have to worry about the trip. So she was great. Loved her. Helena. From Scotland. Another one for Yui. And the fellow Scots. She was great. She was awesome. A good way to finish before I go and feed the chooks. Oh, she made me smile, that lady. Awesome. Look, I just want to end this podcast by saying thanks to everybody that's left a review. There's been a number so far, and they've been uh, they've been fantastic. So again, thanks very much for taking the time to do that, and to all those people that have reached out about how they can potentially contribute, uh, and for all those that are interested in contributing, uh, this is a labour of love for Ben and I, and uh, we are getting a heap of enjoyment out of it. But it does cost a little bit of time and money to pull this together. You can simply go to aussieuber.com and click on the donate button and that'll take you to the page you need to go to. And for all those that do, thank you so much in advance. Also, just a quick reminder, don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify. And uh, if you have time, please rate and review. Uh, so far, we're sitting on a perfect five, very much like my driver rating. It's as high as you can possibly get. So again, thanks very much. Uh, we do love the feedback and we look forward to hearing from you all soon.